there are all kinds of ways to improve your English and reach that comfortable level that you actually really want. Here's just one really fun way to do it, and I have eight simple ways for you to do that today. You're, you're, you're listening to Living in English 365 by Paradigm English. Eight of the best books for B1, B2 English students. A few weeks ago, it was actually National Winnie the Pooh Day. It's not even national, it's like International Winnie the Pooh Day. And on that day, all of the works, so all of the Winnie the Pooh stories are now available for free on the internet. So they don't, they're not under copyright anymore. Even though Winnie the Pooh is not on this list today. Um, you know, I know it's hard to know where to start when you're an intermediate B1, B2 student learning English. You really want to improve your English, make it better, but you don't even know how. And then your teachers keep giving you like the most boring books and stories to read in the whole world. Of course, if you hate reading in general, well, just listen to the podcast. But if you like reading, here are eight suggestions that you don't feel demotivated, that you want to keep trying and improving your English. So today I have actually expertly chosen eight books just for you B1, B2 intermediate English students. They don't suck and they aren't boring. You're welcome. You can go to my website. I made a blog post about this. You can click the link below to, to get that. If you are a beginner, so A1, A2 level, or you are advanced, C1, C2, I also have um, some reading lists available for you on my website as well. You can click the link below and it will take you there. Okay, intermediate B1, B2 students, let's get started. The first on our list is a, I love this book so much. It is called The House on Mango Street from Sandra Cisneros. The House on Mango Street. I love The House on Mango Street. <laughs> this book is recommended for you all, as well as some advanced students. Um, it's not great for beginner students, but each chapter is actually quite short. It's short because of the way that it's written. They're written in something called a vignette. These are just short stories. They're just really easy to understand, and that's really why I recommend it for intermediate students. The book is very well written and it's really interesting, but it's also written in simple English, even though they are describing, or she is, the author is describing something really beautiful here. I think the story is intriguing and that's why I recommend this book for y'all. You can get this book from Amazon or you can actually get an, an audiobook. The audiobook, I believe, is read by the author. If you go to my website, you'll actually be able to read just a short excerpt about the book. Number two, I also really, I really like all of these books. The Giver. The Giver was written by Lois Lowry. This book actually, I really think many teachers in the United States give this to their students. And even though the book can be kind of um, more challenging than say The House on Mango Street, that doesn't mean that it's impossible for you to read. This actually has been a, I can't remember, within the last maybe like six or seven years, they made this book into a movie. So you can also watch that. I also believe there's a graphic novel, but I can't recommend that because I have not re read that one. The Giver, if you don't know, is a delightful and classic book at this point that has captivated readers for so, so many years. I read this when I was younger, but anyone basically over the age of 10 is going to really enjoy this book. I have to say that it is part of a series now, 
Um, I didn't read all the series. I think when I first started reading this book, there wasn't a series. It was maybe just one. The second one came out later. But either way, I can still recommend this book for B1, B2 English students because the story is very, very, very easy to follow um, and understand. But the grammar and vocabulary is going to help you just master your techniques in B1, B2 intermediate level faster. So if you're looking to improve quicker, read this book. I think it's also kind of important that it's 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 challenging, yes, uh, but that's that's what makes it perfect as the next book after you have finished your beginner level books, which again, you can check my website for if you want to read those. You can read them anyways. They're still very good books. Or if you just want something like less challenging. Just remember though, this is part of a trilogy. A trilogy means this is the first book in the trilogy, meaning it's book number one. There are three. The next one, I think everyone has kind of heard of, like, does anyone not love Charlotte's Web by E.B. White? Didn't everyone have to read Charlotte's Web? <laughs> I feel like everyone had to read that, at least in this country. Um, it's become a classic at this point. It's, it's really just a classic book and it's really beautiful. But I have to say, spoiler alert, it can be a little bit sad, at least one point. I read this book when I was younger. I watched the film as well. Uh, since the story is a classic and it's actually a very good story, it's compelling, it's easy for intermediates to read. You know, it's something that's interesting. And if you have kids, you can read these books with your children uh, if they're learning English as well. I have this book in Spanish. So if you read this book in your first language or any language that you know already, and then you read it in English, of course, it will be a lot easier for you. So I also suggest that if you did that, choose some books that you've done that uh, with in the past. Why do I recommend this book? The grammar and the sentences are more complex. Yes. But here's the thing. That helps you to practice and just really reinforce what you already learned. The problem is that when you're at intermediate, you need to make sure that you have mastered everything below intermediate level. Many students keep making the same mistakes and they feel like they can't actually progress. It's like stairs. The one below you, well, it's below you. You need to keep climbing up those stairs. And this is a great way to do it with Charlotte's Web or, of course, The Giver or House on Mango Street. Next, we have The Outsiders. This is by Essie Hinton. She's from Oklahoma. I don't think that's like, you know, relevant, but I just want to throw that in there. <laughs> Who can't relate to being part of the in crowd? Well, many of us can. So this book it's really about those people who can't relate to being part of the in crowd, meaning the popular people. In my probably one of the most listened to podcast episodes from a few years ago, we talked about the Doll's House. It was a really good pronunciation lesson. You can check that out um, from my podcasts. But we did talk about kind of popularities. The Outsiders is really a really a nice enduring tale. This is one of, one of the more advanced stories on this list because of the vocabulary and the grammar, just the way that it is written. So I do recommend it for B2, not really B1. B2 students, you definitely might want to check this one out. It's a classic, so you might really, really like it. Tell me which of these is your favorite book. You can go ahead and post it in the comments. Or if you have other suggestions for people that are B1, B2 students, post it below and let us know. I remember when I was teaching at this uh, language school many, many years ago, there was a kid that just loved the book Holes by Louis Secker or Sakar. The book has become a movie now. I did watch the movie. It has Shia LaBeouf in it. It's really interesting. 
but the book is just really good. It's a cute book. It is young adult fiction, and that's fine. But this is the first book in the series at this point. It's, it's such a sensation. Like it, it really became a movie. And the the book the 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 book is great, but the movie's okay. Uh, of course, the book is always better, don't you think? Like, tell me what you think. Is our books better than films? Tell me below. Remember, if you are an advanced student or a, a beginner student, I also have lists for you. You can go to my website at paradigmenglish.com to get those. I think B1, B2 students will be happy reading this book. It's written really well. It's a fantastic book. The grammar and the vocabulary are kind of like difficult. They're like a little bit complex. I'm not going to lie. But um, the book is so interesting that you really will just work through it. And it's also not so difficult that you can't understand what's happening. That's the beauty of the book, really. There's a bit of something for everyone. So it is, you know, about Stanley Yelnets, and you'll find all out about that guy and his name. Check it out. It's really a cute book. We have Of Mice and Men by John Steinbeck. You guys, I love this book. It's so cute. I have to be honest, this book is really hard. It's kind of difficult to read. And I think many American students or, you know, advanced students read this in high school. So if you are like a B2 level um, or more advanced, this is a really good book for you. It is considered classic literature. People don't speak like this mostly anymore. So it, that's kind of one of the things that makes it difficult. The vocabulary and the colloquialisms, meaning the, the slang and the dialect that it's written in, the type of um, pers- people that are talking, they're very different. But that's what gives this book a really nice voice. It's, it's a remarkable book. You can return to this book anytime, time and time again, and it, it never becomes boring. But like I said, it is a bit complex. But that's the magic of the book, right? I think so. It might be a little bit difficult to, to understand, though. I do recommend this for B2 to C2 students. Just want to reiterate that. Let me repeat that. Um, yeah, the grammar is pretty difficult as well as the vocab and the dialect. So uh, if it's something you're really interested in, this book is, is an unforgettable book that I'm very sure that you will love. And it's written, it's taking place during the Great Depression. Keep that in mind. So almost, geez, it's been, what, 90-something years at this point. Next, we have Number the Stars, another one by Lois Lowry. I know she's got a lot of different books going on, but this one is, it's, it's quite nice. I think it's loosely based on a true story, and it's written during the Holocaust. I think the book could have been very heavy, you know, kind of sad and very intense, but it's actually not. The setting is in Denmark, so during World War II. It's, it's a book written for younger people, but the subject isn't because the Holocaust happened to children. It happened to older people. It happened to everyone literally across the world. It was happening to them. If you're really interested in these type of wartime novels or the Holocaust, this is definitely a book for you. But since the main characters are young, the story is easy to understand and, and follow. It doesn't use a lot of like super complicated grammar, but the vocabulary is also, you know, there's some complicated ones and some that are really good for you to practice with. So that's what you need to help you increase to grow to the next level. But if you're new to reading at B1 level, I could say you could start here. Yeah, you could definitely try this. Or... You can go to my website and see a longer list. I think there are 12 books I have for A1, A2 English uh, students. So you can click that list below too. Last on our list. This I would recommend for B2 people. But you know what? 
some of it might be okay for B1 as well, but you definitely have to be at least B1 um, and an advanced student as well. This also has been part of a, um, they've made it into a movie. And actually it might, I want to say that, that it is part of a series now, but I can't remember. Anyway, it's called The Hate You Give, and there's an acronym on it called THUG. So the T is the H in THUG is hate you, as in the letter U, and give. I'm still reading this book, actually, but I, I really find it captivating. I think that's the word I, I would say. It's a captivating narrative, and it has a really rich plot. That's, um, yeah, this is, this is totally your book, if that's your thing. I think the voice has a voice of its own. Um, the book has a voice of its own. Uh, this voice is kind of what gives the book the character, its character, you know, but it also makes some of the characters difficult to understand. Again, it's more for B2 students and beyond, but a B1 student could do it. But because it has a lot of different characters who speak differently, you know, they use slang or some common, uncommon vocabulary. I seriously can't wait for you to fall in love with this book. Do you love it? Did you love it? Can you tell me? Okay, just like write it below. I like really want to know. All right. Again, this is part of a series. Um, it was made into a film as well. And that film stars Amanda Stenberg. If you are not a B1, B2 student, don't forget to go to my website and find the books for your level. I have one for A1, A2 beginners and also for C1, C2. That's all I really have for you all today. I really want to know which of these books is your favorite and if you would recommend any other books for people intermediate B1, B2. What have you read that you really enjoyed? I'm Ashley Rohn from Paradigm English. I'll see y'all next time. Hey, thanks for listening to the Living in English 365 podcast. Be sure to check the description below for all resources and links. And don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and share this with your friends.